You're listening to the Disarming Honesty Podcast with your host, Jenny Hansen-Lane. Disarming Honesty plays two folds in our lives. It's at the crossroads of being honest with ourselves and creating a space for others to do the same through principles of emotional intelligence. Hey everyone, I hope you were well. Welcome back to another episode of Disarming Honesty. I have mentioned about a community that I'm building called Vulnerability Boss, and we will be talking about all things vulnerability and how they work. And one thing that I really feel like I help people with is getting to the core of their story, like their backstory, like what makes them tick. And that's just something that I'm genuinely interested in when I meet somebody. And just two days ago, I was at a photography meetup and I, there's this gentleman, he's a great photographer. And I always ask him questions like he will say things and it sparks another question in my mind. So I ask him and he just looks at me like, are we going to go there? And I don't think my questions are prompting this deep internal struggle, but they do. And I think that's interesting that some questions can trigger us to be more open than other questions. And the only question I asked him that triggered him to open up about what was really going on is where does your brother live? (laughs) And so it's really interesting. So I have been, um, I've been working on my own vulnerability because these exercises that I've shared with you guys have really helped me to take a step back and recognize where I can do better. And many of you, if you follow me on social media, you know that I went through this little, I've been going through this phase where I'm hiding behind the camera. And part part of that is because when my boyfriend of a long time ago, this is the 10th year anniversary of his death. When he passed away, I shot a wedding the next day and that fulfilled me so much that I stayed behind my camera to capture intimacy. I stayed behind my camera to build relationships. And I stayed behind my camera to create memories for people. And it was the perfect thing that I was doing that time in my life. But my seasons have changed a little bit and I'm married now and I have children. And um, I think really honestly, I love capturing moments and I love creating intimacy, but I don't believe I have to do that with a camera now. And I'm not gonna put down my camera But it's been interesting because I think lately the only reason that I'm hiding behind the camera is because my body has changed after having babies. I've put myself on the back burner and I've gained weight. And so being able to be photographed, I'm not really comfortable because I don't feel like I'm in my best self. I do love myself and I do think that I'm amazing. And you'll never be able to talk me down from that cliff that I will always feel like I am powerful and can empower people. But the physical side, I feel like there's things that I need to do, which I'm certainly working on. But this was like a vulnerability shift for me that I wanted to share with you guys. And um, I just shared a story that was just like, I hide behind cameras, (laughs) but I preach vulnerability. And, you know, I was really scared to start a podcast. I was like, I can't record my voice. I don't like my voice. But now it's like, that's my DNA. And it is what it is. And It's the vehicle to the content. If my content is always good, it actually doesn't matter if, you know, how, how my voice sounds. So I was hiding behind my camera, but I was preaching vulnerability 
And so it was like, no more double standards. We're going to go all in with vulnerability. And so I started posting pictures of me showing up because that's me in the arena in that way. There's other, what is difficult for people to be vulnerable? Ways that it's difficult for people to be vulnerable are super easy for me. And so I need to work on what actually makes me vulnerable. And, you know, I just shared this story that hiding behind the camera was my way of serving others and forgetting about myself. And it healed me and it helped me process grief and loss and future love. And so I've just decided to limit the amounts of weddings that I shoot. I've healed and helped other people. I have become a very proficient photographer. But now, like, my path is to continue in my own vulnerability and empower others to find their power by stepping out to live their dreams and live their truth. So being vulnerable is truly where you find your ultimate happiness. It's where you find your peace in your life. And for me, being vulnerable means admitting that multi-passionate is okay. So I'm all in and I'm so grateful for everyone that's rallied around me to help me in this way to be vulnerable. And I think that I'll continue to share my story But also too, like the most important thing for me in Vulnerability Boss is helping people reveal their backstory so we can be relatable and we can have an invested interest in what people are going through. I think that is truly vulnerable. And I think sharing what you want to accomplish, that's very vulnerable. When I told my husband that I would like to retire him and hit seven figures in the next five years, it took some vulnerability for me to share that. And, you know, sharing what's, what are the struggles that we deal with externally and internally. Those are huge amounts of vulnerability that we have to develop. I also think when we talk about what, what walls that we hit as we're pursuing this journey, like, okay, I have to actually cash in on all the photography trades that I've had for the past five years to be vulnerable, just to be in front of a camera. And when you do that, you know, what's the epiphany and experience that you, that you discover about yourself when you do choose to be vulnerable. So I really love that. I feel like we all have a plan as like, what do we expect will happen from being vulnerable? And we have a desire that we want to achieve, but when we're actually vulnerable, it teaches us things that we can't, like we couldn't plan learning that. And I love that. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to experience conflict along the way. And that's just part of growth. And, you know, as we come to the end result, like, okay, I had my picture taken and it wasn't that bad. There's, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. But I'm still powerful. I'm still amazing. I'm still able to help other people. And so it's about sharing your transformation that you've experienced in whatever it is. Like, I want to be a better mom or I want to stop yelling at my kids. There's lots of ways just to be vulnerable about sharing your struggle, what you're going through and how to get there. And I think the biggest lie if we really want to tackle it, I believe that the biggest lie is that our weakness has never been done by anybody else. Like I feel like religiously speaking, that Satan wants us to think that we own the original sin. Like, oh, no one has ever yelled at their kid like I just did, or no one has ever lost their temper, or no one has ever messed up on a live video, or no one has ever done this. I am the first one and I own that. Once we can separate our decisions or our sins or, or behaviors from our individual worth, we are so much more powerful. And that's what vulnerability is about. So I love you guys. And I hope that you share your vulnerability 
in very small ways in the beginning because it will literally break walls down and break barriers for other people to connect and grow. And that's kind of what this world is all about is having a human connection, growing to become our best selves and serving others. All right, you guys love you. Peace out.